I have a warrant out for your information. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast I didn't prepare for. Yay! Yay! Okay, but like, neither of us technically prepared for recording tonight. No. Which sort of felt... Well, technically you did, but like, months ago. Yeah, but this is actually like, because I didn't prepare enough for a different episode, this is what we're doing. Yep. We should introduce our podcast. Um, this is the Drunky Drunk Podcast of the Paranormal I don't think that's the name. I'm Jesse. I don't, I don't think that's the name. And that's of our Amber. Podcast. Just, um, and Devin's here. She has a mic. I have questions. When did we change this? <laughs> <laughs> I changed it right now because I'm drinking a beer and a glass of wine you know, at the same that. time. And I almost brought in Bacardi if I had any, but we drank it all on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> no one's ever hearing that recording. Nope. Except us. I think you mean I drink all the Bacardi. <laughs> Anyway, this anyway. is the Marble Forest podcast. I guess so. I'm Amber, and that's Jesse, even though she already introduced us. I'm Wino. Wino and Hero. I don't know. This is the kind of mood I'm in today. I've been in such a fucking shit mood today. <laughs> that's okay. I got literally two hours of sleep last night. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Doom, so, doom, doom. I guess we're doing something a little different. Yes. I worked on this months ago. Months. Months. We've kind of mentioned it on the podcast before, like, what we wanted to do. Because we didn't have a name for it, and we still we don't. We still don't. We're just recording on the a The investigation of Ouija boards. The spooky extracurricular activities. Spooky well, drama fun time. What was the, um... Your after-school special! Ooh, after school. Your paranormal after school special. Your after school paranormal special. Is that really a word for information? What? Impregnate. Yes. Just- like, you know how you got pregnant pause? <laughs> We're going to impregnate like your mind with some information about ghosts. Yep. Slather it in that information in sperm. <laughs> We're we are going to improve your life. Oh, we're going to brainwash you into knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> brainwash. A beautiful. Like a good brainwashing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to prime your minds. Oh, yeah. With some slick lube knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to jump into it today, then? Or do we do we need more ideas? No, I think we. I I like after school special and impregnate whatever we decided. After haunt special. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Devin. Devin in for the win. I. In my opinion, right there. That's a pretty decent one, Devin. Yes, this is definitely. No, I'm. Can we call it right now? Because I like that. The after haunt special. Yes, the after haunt special. I can get behind that. Ooh, don't move the table. Uh. Don't move the table. Uh. I can. I like it. Yep. Doing it. All right, the after haunt special. Welcome to your first after haunt special. Where Jesse doesn't have anything prepared for you, and I am telling all the story. All the story. 
So, but I will still interject yeah. as per usual. Good. I, I feel like we need it. Because that's this podcast. I'm actually pretty sure the last three pages of my um, information here are just experiences. Well, let's jump into it. Let's jive on in. Is it going to be like Schoolhouse Rock, but there's going to be like fucking Casper the Friendly Ghost? It is like Schoolhouse Rock. Um, I wrote all my own songs, <gasps> and I'm going to sing them to like the tune of the the... Bill of Rights one. I'm just a ghost. Yes, I'm only a ghost. (laughs) And I'm hanging with the hosts with the most. Oh, cute. (laughs) All right. So obviously, as we kind of chatted, I'm doing kind of a a history slash information thing on Ouija boards. Yes. Are you ready? Sure. We got six pages to get through, so. Three of them are experiences. We got this. All right. I'm ready. Okay. So Ouija boards are something uh, most people say, or I feel like most people are familiar with. Yeah. Always say goodbye. Always. Always say goodbye. So I'm just going to give you guys a kind of a brief overview on the history, uses, and some experience that I found um, that are associated with Ouija boards. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so the finding of the history is a little bit difficult before the late 1840s. Before this time, nothing is certain. So there are things that predate the 1840s that have similarities to Ouija boards. So as most people know, a Ouija board is a method of communication with the spirit world. On one of the first mentions of automatic writing, um, which is the same method used by a Ouija board, is found in China around 11,000 AD. Okay. 11,000, is that right? 1100. So let me let me tell you a little bit that I know. So automatic writing can also be a a spirit speaking through a median. Right. So like them writing in a notebook and them portraying things that like they hear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um which I've actually done before. Ooh. Creepy as fuck. That's exciting. It's like the first thing that comes to your mind in a weird way. It's the first thing that comes to your mind. And I was learning active reading and someone was just like, okay, some person you've never met before. Mm -hmm. Tell me something about them. And so the only thing that I wrote down was coming home. I was just like, that makes no sense at all. You know? Yeah. And come to find out that person was coming home from the military. Oh. Yeah. And they were, like, staying home for a while. That's kind of cool. I know, right? So, active writing is pretty cool if you are keen enough to listen. Yeah. And trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So, that, the kind of the first things that I could find about, like, automatic writing is from... 1180, and it's in historical documents of the Song Dynasty. The method was known as Fuji, I think. How do you... Fuji Apple? F-U-J-I, is that Fuji? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Or Planchet or Spirit Writing. So, Planchet Writing was central practice of the Kwasang school until it was forbidden by the Qing Dynasty. Some also believe that talking boards were used in ancient India, Greece, Rome, and medieval Europe. They also have deep roots, starting mostly in spiritualism around the late 1840s. 
that's when they start getting like more well known. Yeah. So, do you think other forms of communication were really popular before the 1840s? That's possible. Like dowsing rods, pendulums. Yeah, I, I think it's say, uh, I wouldn't say cards. Well, I mean like they used to do um bone readings a lot in China. In a oh, lot of so Asian like countries. A, yeah, so what's that called? The um runes. Yeah, runes. They would runes, do that yeah. with with bones. Basically, they'd yeah. like throw them into the fire and how they'd crack open would tell your fortune and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So in the late 1800s, the spiritual movement started to bring more attention to the belief in spirits and speaking with the dead. Many people started gaining an interest in mediums and the idea of the afterlife. This is the time period when famous mediums like the Fox sisters began to emerge. Oh, where did I just hear about them? I'll tell you a little about them, even though I'm sure you know about them. But where did I just hear about them? I don't know. Tell me. So a podcast. That's very possible. It's probably a podcast. (laughs) The Fox sisters were three sisters from New York who played an important role in the creation of spiritualism. So the two younger sisters used wrappings to convince their oldest sister and others that they were communicating with spirits. Their older sister then took charge of them and managed their career for some time. They all enjoyed the success as mediums for many years. However, in 1888, Margaret and Kate confessed that their wrappings had all been a hoax and publicly demonstrated their methods. Margaret attempted to recant her confession the next year, but their reputation was ruined. Despite their confession, the spiritual movement continued to grow in popularity. They essentially would, like, crack their, like, joints to make sounds, to make it sound like they were being communicated by spirits. Mm -hmm. So they, they, um, in the spiritualism movement, they played a big part in it. So spiritualism grew more and more around this time because people had a lot of questions about their loved ones. The Civil War had ended in 1865, and many people who had fought in the war had no identification. So those people would be buried without their families ever being notified or finding out what happened to them. And because a lot of people were left with questions about what happened to their loved ones, they started kind of investing themselves into like learning more seeing if they could communicate with yeah. them um, people were also really concerned about their eternal souls a lot of children were dying and for a lot of them it it was before like the kids were baptized mm. so media so their 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 souls were <laughs> for damnation yeah so mediums were able to bring some relief to people because of their connection to the dead and their knowledge of the afterlife so maybe your child died before they had a chance to be baptized and maybe, you know, the medium can ease your mind that your child's not in hell or something. Or the bad place. So communication devices for mediums became imperative. Before they, before this, they had to rely on more of a physical signs like knocking, rapping, or objects moving. Some mediums were able to channel the spirits and have them right through them like we were kind of talking about. But not all of them, obviously. So this led the, to the invention of the planchet. So here's a picture of like what the first type of planchet kind of looked like. Oh, so so it, it yeah. looks like those it looks like things a from- heart shaped piece of wood with a pen stuck to it and some caster wheels so that it rolls around. Yeah, kind of. It looks like those rolling. I never from high knew school. what this was though. Yeah, so it's one of the original. It's like how the original planchets looked. 
Um, it started as a small wooden device on wheels that a pencil could be attached to for writing. The American toy company, Kirby and Company, began to manufacture the device to bring it into popularity. Um, it did have its flaws because it would make it hard to make out what the words were saying since the pencil couldn't be lifted. So if you're moving it around and the pencil can't be lifted, so you're just making a shit ton of scribbles. Better learn cursive. We should make one. Um, Do you want to make one? Like we can have fun. We can go make one with some wood and shit and old wheels wheels that I have in the garage. That could be interesting. Um, but yeah, so it, it resulted in a lot of scribbling. So it's unknown how the device actually first came into existence. It's, you know... I commonly thought that this company like may helped make them. Some claim that it was invented by a French spiritualist. Others claim that the device had been previously used by French monasteries and nunneries and that the Bishop of Paris wrote a letter banning its use in 1856. Yeah. Hmm. So around 1886, the daily, the New York daily tribune reported on a new talking board being used in Ohio it was 18 by 20 inches and featured the alphabet, numbers, and the word yes or no, good evening, and good night. So the only other necessary item to use it was a little table three to four inches in height a table? with four legs. It's literally like like a little mini table that sat on the board <laughs> as a planchet. <laughs> right, right. That's weird. Yeah. So operating these boards was apparently relatively simple. You and another person would sit down. You would each grasp the little table with your thumb and forefinger at each corner next to you. Then the question, are there any communications, would be asked. Pretty soon, the table would move to the yes or no. So, like, you would kind of, like, tell where it was by, like, the leg of the table. Okay, so one leg would point out to where it needed to be. Yeah, like it kind of moved to like that area. Okay. Then you would go into asking questions and the answer would be spelled out by the legs of the table resting on the letters of the board. Yeah. In 1890, Elijah Bond, Charles Kennard, and William H.A. Maupin had the idea to turn the popular talking board into a game. They marketed their it with their new and improved planchet which instead of wheels had three little pegs on the uh, with felt on the bottom. They used their first patent on a game they called the Ouija board in 1891 and it was granted. The board featured an alphabet arranged in two half circles, the numbers 1 through 10, yes, no, goodbye. According to Kennard, the name came from the ancient Egyptian word for good luck. Other people said that they thought it was like Ouija like, we is French for, like, yes. yes. And ya, like, J-A is... Well, ya is, ya is yes in yeah. German. So, like, they think it's just a combination of words. Like... Well, that makes no sense. Yes and yes. Yeah. We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, I have no idea. We oui, ya. I don't remember fully. It might be in my notes somewhere. The boards were made out of five wood pieces across... So, it's five wood pieces across... Two vertical slats on the back, like braced against two vertical slats. Um, they retailed for about a dollar fifty. Ooh, which would be roughly thirty nine fifty four today. Fuck that! <laughs> I can make my own damn Ouija board. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably no. could. Yeah, so people, what you need to know is you can literally communicate with the spirit world pretty much using anything. Yeah. And y'all need to be careful. Be careful. Everyone be careful. You don't need to allow the negativity in your life to follow you. (laughs) Don't follow people's ideas. I'm going to tell you Ouija board experiences so you don't have to do it yourself. Yeah. So Kennard left the company in 1891 and the Kennard Novelty Company became the Ouija Novelty Company. William Fold, an employee of the company, eventually took over production of the boards in 1901. He began making his own boards under the name Ouija board, which he said was a combination of the French and German words for yes. Like why, though? But like why? Yes, yes. But why? Yes, yes, buy my thing? Yes, yes, I'm a spirit. (laughs) Yes, yes, I'm a ghost. Yes, yes. Ouija. 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 Wait, so if it is the combination of French, it's it's we we ya. It would be we ya. Yeah. You know how we are with our Americanizations. Fine. Making up shit. God damn America. God damn it us. Um (laughs) This is the accepted origin. This is like the accepted origin of the word today. So Fold would go on to design many different versions of the board. He holds more Ouija patents and copyrights than anyone else in history. He has a grand total of 21 registrations on three in three countries, including the design for the modern planchet. Many competitors tried to create their own versions of the Ouija board, like a Ouija board-like device, but Fold would sue many of the copycats right up until his death in 1927 when he fell from the roof of his factory um, that the Ouija board told him to build. So then the ghost, he pushed him off the building? Maybe the Ouija board's like, yes, build this factory. Now die. You are sad? Now jump off the building you created. <laughs> so And don't listen to the Ouija board. Yeah, the Ouija board told him to build the building and then he died. Oh. What? I was looking up the story for like the whole Egyptian bullshit with the name. And apparently what the story was they gave is they had asked the board basically to name itself. And it did, and then they asked the board what the word meant. It said "good luck," and they were pushing the board as a because because ancient Egyptian stuff was really in vogue back then. They were pushing it as like an Egyptian thing, so that would make sense. It was literally an Egyptian luck board, French and German. Yeah, it was French and German saying yes, and it's like good luck fucking figuring that out. <laughs> so in 1966, Folds Estate sold the family business, which included more than just the Ouija board, to Parker Brothers. So in 1991, Parker Brothers sold it to Hasbro, which now holds the rights to the pa- and patents to the Ouija board. Hasbro holds the rights to the Ouija board patent? Yeah. Wait, is there like... Hold on. <laughs> is there like the kid-friendly ver- Hasbro version of a Ouija board that's like out for sale that looks like a bunch of like, let's say, fridge magnets? Oh, that'd be so cute! <laughs> For small children? Um, I don't think so, but um, there are a lot of versions of Ouija boards Is now. it like Operation and we're all, eh, yes. you, like, Every time you move a planchet where it doesn't want you to move, or if you move it yourself yeah, instead of letting the ghost do it, it honks at you. Yeah, exactly. Done. Hasbro. Listen up. 
I know the game of life. Oh my god, they could add it into the game of life. <laughs> you spin. You, you spin and you land on the... A number Would you like to see comedian for advice? <laughs> Please use the Ouija board attached to game board. You fold out half the other board and there's a Ouija board attached? Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and then you have to ask the Ouija board what you do in the game of life. There you go. And then whatever the ghost tells you is what you do. Yeah. In 19... 19- and then, but say goodbye. Oh, yeah. Say goodbye, please. Because it's still a real Ouija board. <laughs> in 1970, Ouija board users were described as cult members by social... Social... So- some people. Sociologists. We're in a cult! Social... Yes. I can't say that word. Socialists? Sociologists. Sociologist. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't say that word. It's too many words. And so the Ouija phenomenon is considered by scientific community to be the result of the idometer response. The what response? Idometer response. Mm-hmm. Michael Faraday first described this effect in 1953 when investigating table turnings, which is a similar process of communicating with spirits as a Ouija board. The Ideometer response is often abbreviated to IMR. It is a concept of hypnosis in psychological research. It is derived from the term ideo, meaning idea, or mental representation, and motor, meaning muscular action. Okay. So the phrase refers to the process where a thought or mental image brings a seemingly reflexive or automatic muscle reaction, often to a minuscule degree and potentially outside the awareness of the subject. So it's similarly, like think of it similarly to like a doctor checking your reflexes when they hit your knee with a mallet, you're like reflexively like kick. Yeah. So it's like, it's a automatic like muscle reaction to playing the game. Like you're kind of like doing it yourself. Oh, that's weird. So the idea. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't need a ghosty move in me. The idea of the IMR is contributed to many tools of spiritualism and is the reason why unexplainable movements happen when it comes to different spiritual devices. So, Ouija boards have been commonly used as inspiration in pop culture. Oh, no, really? Yeah, no. Did you know this shit? I didn't. What? It's not like there was a movie called Ouija Board or anything like that. Or Or Ouija. Or just Ouija. Or it wasn't like... Didn't the shit in The Exorcist start because she messed with a Ouija board? I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, like, in the backstory of it. I did not watch. I'm not positive. I haven't watched that, at least in a long time. I'm remembering now. I don't remember specifically. There's another movie that's connected to The Exorcist, and they basically linked it through a Ouija board that there was a demon, that the same demon from that movie was in the other movie. Yeah. Weird shit. Okay. Okay, so Ouija boards have appeared on TV shows, such as I Love Lucy... I love Lucy. Um, apparently, Lucy. Huh. We'll Lu- get our Ouija board. Lucy, you have some explaining to do about these ghosts. Lucy, why is our house possessed? <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, many films, themed Ouija boards can be purchased. Uh, inspired by TV shows such as Supernatural or Stranger Things. Can I get a My Little Pony one? Oh, yeah, one? well, because Stranger Things was just the Christmas lights, though. Yeah. Right. So, Emily Grant Hutchings claimed that her 1917 novel, Jap Heron, a novel written from the Ouija board, was dictated by Mark Twain's spirit through the use of a Ouija board. 
Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like completely so off the wall. So she's by doing claiming so. she has no writing ability whatsoever. Mark Twain's ghost wrote her book. Mark Twain's ghost came through her Ouija board. I don't think that's how you sell yourself as a writer to book places. Probably not. There are also many more examples of Ouija boards through pop culture, obviously, but I'm not going to name them all because you can Google it. Aww. Oh. <laughs> so. It's commonly known that Ouija boards are used to communicate with spirits. Typically, after coming into contact with spirits in question, questions are asked to the spirit. We'll spell out its response, and it's always important to be polite to the spirit and always close the fucking encounter by moving the planchet over goodbye. Yes. I told you 80 times. You slide it across... Like you are saying, goodbye. If the planchet starts doing figure eights, counting down from Z to A, counting down from nine, this could be a spirit trying to escape. If these occur, the board what? should be immediately closed. What? Yes. I knew the figure eight thing, but I didn't know the counting down thing, and that's like really creepy because it goes, it'll go, eh, eh, yeah. eh. Uh, and I'm like, no, 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 ghosty. Close the encounter. You got 26 characters to get through before <laughs> you're out of here. What if he's really cheeky and goes from like nine to one? <laughs> he's like, eh, feeling a little frisky tonight. Let's go a little sooner. All right. So. Does he just, well, is, wait, is it in alphabetical order, right? And, Luigi and then it's so. got the numbers yeah. at the top or whatever. Yeah, so it's in alphabetical order. So I just need to go whoop. Whoop, and then it's done. Yeah, you right? gotta close that fucking encounter real fucking quick. Yeah, you 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 rip that fucking planchard out of that ghosty goose hand, and, and you, you say, boom. "Fucking goodbye, bitch." Goodbye, bitch. <gasps> so, <laughs> I found several different article thingies of people's like experiences that they wrote into different places about Ouija boards. I saved some, thought some were interesting, so I thought we would talk about some. Okay. Lay it on me. So, here's one. It says, years ago, my mom and her friends were playing with a Ouija board, and it spelled out pregnant. They were all shaking as it proceeded to spell out my mom's name, and that's how she found out she was pregnant with me, through a Ouija board. Creepy. Could you imagine that? Wait, it spelled out her name? It spelled out pregnant, and then it spelled out the mom's name. Oh, the mom's is, name. I have a question, though. Is it creepier when an Ouija board tells you you're pregnant, or when Facebook sends you ads about you being pregnant before you know? Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> but maybe, wait, maybe the Ouija board told Facebook you were pregnant. Oh, shit. Why are you oh. talking about people behind their backs, ghosts? That last story I told you? And this next one are both examples of, like, um, the Ouija board being used to predict your future. So, when I was 13, not me, the person in the story. Yep, story. 13-year-old person. My friends and I decided to play with a Ouija board. Of course, as a boy-crazy teen, I asked who was going, who I was going to marry. It told me WTC3. I didn't think anything of it until about three years later when I met the man who is now my husband. His initials are WTC and He's the third. I didn't Aww. mean three years later. I meant years later. No one Aww. ever believes me when I tell them, but it's true. That is so Aww. cute, right? So there are many reasons why Ouija boards should not be used or be taken lightly. Using a Ouija board may be inviting a harmful spirit into your home. Yes. 
Ouija boards are considered... Or one can just follow you because it feels like it. That's true. Ouija boards are considered to be portals through which spirits can travel. You could get a demon instead of a spirit. Demons? Demons are believed... It's me, your boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Demons are believed to be able to communicate through the board using... So using a Ouija board may also be opening you up to possession by spirits. Communicating with spirits existing in your home that are causing you problems could result in making things worse since you're acknowledging the negative presence. You could also learn things that you don't want to know, opening yourself up to mental illness or mental issues or illness. Oh, like how? Because, because, well, I guess because you think you're going crazy, but you're possessed by a demon. Possibly. Um, Demon magic. So obviously Ouija boards are something I would never, ever touch because I'm paranoid and chicken shit. So I should buy a Ouija board, right? Um, And I will pee on it. Just kidding. That's really weird. Don't pee on it. You. Okay. So I don't know if you found this in your research, but defiling a Ouija board in any way, shape or form can anger spirits. Yes. Yes. Yeah, don't I know don't this. light them on fire. Don't do that. Don't 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 light them on fire. Lighting them on fire is pretty much just burning down the door. Yeah. You <laughs> I mean like, here you go, ghosties. I burnt down the door for you. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't probably touch it. It would probably make me very terrified. So here is a few short experiences to get an idea of, like, some more some more things that people have done or seen or whatever. Here's one. When I was a kid, I played with a Ouija board with my friends. Everyone except me believed in spirits, so I kept asking the board to do more physical things like tap my shoulder. Peace never moved, but suddenly my back started singing. Singing? Stinging. <laughs> There were three handprints on my back, and they were red and puffy like I had been slapped. Oh, man. I never touched the board again. Just fucking whapped you in the back, huh? I got some frat boy demons. (laughs) Frat boy demons. Could you imagine some fuck boys? Yeah, I'll tap you on the back, bruh. What? Some fuck boy (laughs) demons bring you, like, bring you some alcohol, just throw shit across the room, because they're shit-faced. So, here's another story. Mm. I got my board after months of harmless paranormal activity in my house. When I contact- Harmless. When I contacted something, the planchet started doing figure eights across the board, Uh-oh. which is a huge no-no. That means something demonic is present, from according to this person. It also just means to shut your fucking board. Um, I didn't touch it for months. When I tried again, I asked the spirits if the spirit was in the room. My vision went spotty. I saw a vivid image in my he- of my head jerking backwards with the word with you or whispered in my ear by something I couldn't see. No. I sold the board. You sold it? That's what the person said. I sold the board. When I was 15. Yep. Not me personally. Are you sure? My grandma asked me to use a board to contact my uncle who died at birth. At first, it seemed like we were talking to my uncle. But as time went on, the personality of my uncle changed. Hold, hold, hold up. Who died at birth? The uncle. The uncle. So then how do we know the person's personality at all? We don't. But if the, they like, died I at think birth, she means like talking, talking to it for a bit. It has an established personality through talking and then it changes. Yeah. So okay. what they're saying is he got mean and possessive. And finally, the spirit told me that he had it had my uncle and it was coming for me. Oh, that, I no. blacked out for a full minute. When I came to the light bulbs in the kitchen had popped and there was glass everywhere. We never played again. Way to go, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Grandma, this is all your fault. 
It was literally grandma's fault. It was grandma's fault. Okay, but like, still. Also, when opening a communication, you're opening it to everyone. So there literally just might be a group hovering around you. All the ghosts that are constantly, like, near you. T-posing near you. (laughs) T-posing. There are things that are closer than you think. Yeah. And if you open up the communication, they're closer than you think. Four? Four more stories. Okay. All right. Here's this one. In high school, my best friend and I bought a Ouija board and got into her car to go to the park to play with it. After a few minutes, the feeling of absolute dread came over me. It felt like someone I loved had just died. I felt nausea and with heavy and had a heavy heart. It was so sudden that I startled me because I had just been so pumped. Suddenly, I couldn't stop bawling, so I turned to my friend. She was crying, too. Without even speaking, we were experiencing the exact same thing. We turned the car around. As soon as we did, the feeling stopped. It took us years to finally touch the board again, and that was to throw it out. I don't know. Like, what is what is the proper way to dispose of a Ouija board? It's not throwing it away, because the Ouija board, in some cases, depending on what is attached to it, comes back. You know? That's actually a good question that I didn't think to look up when I did this. Yeah. So, like, we know you don't burn it or defile the Ouija board in any way. Do you just fucking keep it and you lock it in a box and you just never... I have no idea. You you put a big warning sign and some caution tape on it and call it a day? Maybe? I have no idea. You know? While Devin looks that up, I'll read you my last couple stories. Okay. I was about 12 or 13 spending the night at a friend's house goofing around with a Ouija board with him and his sister. We were getting all sorts of gibberish plus plus words spelt out, just kind of scaring ourselves for fun, not taking any of it seriously. Then we got the message, I can see you through the window. And then... Oh, fuck no! And then, I can see you through his eyes or something like that. There was a small window in the basement room where we were, and just the backyard and woods past the driveway visible through the window. We asked it more questions that said, I'm under the car. So we somehow got up the nerve to go out with flashlights and peer under the car. No, 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 no. I'm out. I'm done. No, I'm staying in the house. I would have stayed in the house. I'm locking myself in a bathroom. I'm done. No, that's it. Are you ready for the next? That is a pedophile or something (laughs) sitting underneath your car looking into your windows. You ready for what happened? A peeping Tom, no. I'm not. Late on us. All right, ready? So when they peered under the car, where we saw a huge black stray cat hissing, we ran inside freaked out. In that exact moment, the power failed and all the lights in the house went off. We just about actually shit ourselves. A few minutes later, the power came back on and we sat up until dawn that night, scared and never played with the board again. All right. Less scary that it was a cat, but But still fucking creepy. But the cat was possessed (laughs) at one point in time. If the ghosty goo was seeing through the cat's eyes, that cat would be possessed. Yeah. Why do you think it was probably hissing? I'll read you my last two Um, stories, and if you have um, the answer. I do, but I also have more information I'm surprised you haven't touched on. Well, Well, she doesn't have any more information. We're on stories. We'll come back to you. How about that? Yes. Once, right after my ex had lost his friend in an airplane accident, we took- An airplane accident? They took the Ouija board out to use it. She was very present. She was very scared and alone and desperate for communication. We stopped 
using it and immediately felt the presence in the corner of the room. I closed my eyes to take a deep breath. Suddenly, the pointer started moving rapidly around and going too fast to spell out words. It was terrifying. I refused to use the Ouija board again. I immediately felt exhausted, completely and utterly drained. I laid down and had a nap. I was asleep for exactly 30 minutes. I woke up, bolted out of bed. I closed my eyes for a second to adjust myself to where I was, and I saw this spirit skeletal thing standing in the corner of the room. I suddenly rushed at my face and started screaming at me with a big gaunt mouth. I opened my eyes and started screaming and then my, at my boyfriend to get it off of me. I could feel it so oppressive and aggressive trying to get in or on me. I ran from the house screaming and shaking. I don't think ran I... Ran from the house? She fucking left? She fucking left. Okay. I don't think I'll ever use a Ouija board again. One day it disappeared from my bedroom, completely vanished. I never found it and I have no explanation for what happened to it. Last story I have and then we'll go on to what Devin has. So when I was little, my mom took a Ouija board and asked my brother and I if we would like to play with it. It started out pretty fun. Someone was obviously moving the glass thing, (laughs) is what it says, (laughs) making words like poop and stuff like that. Did I mention we were young enough to find that hilarious? But then my mom said, let's get serious and try to contact someone. Here's where it got weird. A friend of hers had recently gone missing. He had been, he'd been missing for a month or so and nobody knew where he was. When we asked who it was we were talking to, his name was spelt out. Let's just say it was George, since I genuinely don't remember. Then we asked George if he was my mom's friend. he died. He was missing and he died. That's so sad. It is really sad. I'll keep telling you, though. Okay. Um, He asked if it was my mom's friend, and he said yes. My mom got visibly upset and asked where he was. In a lake was spelt out. It was extremely upsetting, and we stopped immediately. My mom tried to be lighthearted about it since I was young, I believed it was no big deal as well, following in her lead. About two weeks later, they found George's body. He'd been hit by some car or train or something on the bridge. His body fell into a nearby lake, though it was more like a very large pond. It was a reasonably remote place, so no one had found it for a while. I don't know what to say to that besides this so sad. That's so sad. But, like, you can't, like, go to the police and be like, yeah, my Ouija board and my friend is missing in a lake. Yeah. All right, Devin. Okay, so I'm finding some mixed results on how to properly dispose of a Ouija board because some people say you should just keep that shit in your closet and just never touch it again after you properly close it down. But I also get people saying to do that but wrap up the planchet with like a cloth so it never actually physically touches the board. (laughs) Or can move again. But I also hear people, I also saw posts that were saying. To wrap up the board in any fashion means you are binding the spirit connected to it to you forever. Oh, I don't so, like that, no. But then also I saw some things saying that some people think if you bury a Ouija board face down into the earth, just like bury it and never go back to it, it should be fine. Hmm. So it's kind of... I'd bury a Ouija board. Most Most people were kind of just saying like if like donate it to a, a Ouija board museum or a collector or something... A lot of people were saying don't sell them because that honestly brings bad luck. I bury it in my backyard. So yeah, mostly it was like store it, don't ever touch it again, donate it to like a Ouija board museum or like an enthusiast or like bury it, I guess. Okay. So you had mentioned demons. 
There's apparently a phenomenon with Ouija boards. It's kind of debated amongst the community, like the Ouija board community and people that are spiritualists, if it's a real thing or not. But there's a specific spirit that pops up a lot in people's oh, readings. I know, I know about this. I didn't choose to mention it because I was trying to more focus on like just the history right. of it. But I mean, like eh, it's kind of wrapped up in because it might be an actual thing that's connected or not. So yeah, there's a demon and they say saying its name is bad luck, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. They too. talked about it, and that, and and that's why we drank. Good, so good. About it. Yeah, but yeah, it's spooky, yep. kind of spooky. Yep. But it could also just be bullshit made up by a guy, and people are just, you know, they know of it, so it brings it up. And the actual spirits might be just naming it because they know it brings fear to people. Yeah, like I said earlier, you know, people like the ghosts like to fuck with you, right? You know. So, like, even though you're asking for your spirit guide, it might not actually be your spirit guide. Right. Right. So it could be they know that people know of this name doesn't necessarily mean it's the same spirit over and over or the same demon. It could literally just be spirits fucking with you. Right. Yeah. So do we have any personal Ouija board stories? I've never played with a Ouija board. Me either. probably never will. I've only played with one once. (laughs) So... The only experience I had with a Ouija board was, like, literally, like, an after-haunt special, like, Mm. right after school. Yeah. You know, we're playing with a Ouija board in a, uh, at a dining room in a kitchen, you know? And we just start asking it a bunch of dumb questions, like, like, who are we gonna marry, or, like, how many kids we're gonna have, you know, like, just a bunch of, like, dumb bullshit questions, because it's a Ouija board. Right. Mm -hmm. And... And we're just getting a bunch of vague answers. And uh, at one point in time, it started answering the questions more like a person that one of our, like, one of the people in the group knew, you know? And so it got to the point where that person was just like, okay, what is something that only I would know, you know? And the board... We're just like, only if you're who you say you are, you would know the answer to this question, you know? And so they asked the question and the answer came up and literally she started bawling, you know, come to find out like the person who would know the answer to that question was her grandfather. Okay. Oh, yeah. So pretty much. But when she started crying, we're like, all right, we done. Right. (laughs) You know? And I think we maybe asked a couple more questions, but that was about it. Yeah. And we just said goodbye, and I never touched a Ouija board again. Yeah. You know, because if it gets to the point where someone starts crying, you yeah, know. you need to close it up. Like, and whether it was real or it wasn't, or if someone knew information more than that person who asked the question thought. Yeah. You know, it's it's debatable. Right. So, it, in, like, you, there's always maybe the person, maybe if you're going to use a Ouija board, use it with people you trust who believe in the same bullshit that you believe in. So, like, if all three of us were to use a Ouija board in this room right now. Which we wouldn't. Which we may. Which I, I will not. We know that none of us are going to push it. Yeah. You know? Because we're doing it more for the experience of using the Ouija board than to fuck with other people. Right. That's fair. Um, I did want to say the stories that I got, I got mostly from, like, a BuzzFeed article about people's experiences and Reddit. 
Yeah. So I got just I so, feel like Reddit's a good place to find personal experiences. Yeah. Just so you guys know, like, that's where I found them. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have an experience. I know we, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who have experiences. And if you do, send them our way. Yeah. If you have a Ouija board experience, send it to us. Um, maybe we, next time, we can talk more about the history of other forms of communication. Yeah. Like, we brought up active writing, or what did you call it? Automatic writing. Automatic writing. Yeah, so active writing, pendulums, dowsing rods, you know, we can give you the history on those. Just maybe, like, let us know which ones you want to hear first. Yeah, definitely let us know. We're definitely planning on doing more, like, I like after haunt specials. I don't know how how popular, or, like, not popular, but how um often we'll, we'll do, do them. Maybe if things become more popular... These will turn into not our bi-weekly schedule, but, like, something else besides the bi-weekly schedule. Right. But, yeah, that is what I have for you. I know it's not, like, it's very, like, brief rundown since we're a podcast and how long are we at We're now? over an hour already. An hour, but the first ten minutes was us fucking around. That's true. Yeah. So, so I guess that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm glad you joined us for our first After Haunt special. I love our After Haunt specials. After Haunt special numero uno. Number one. We are number one. We're number one. We're, We're number, number one. one. We're number one. In podcasts? In, in sitting in chairs. In friendship. In friendship. Definitely <laughs> in friendship. Definitely not in podcasts. <laughs> that was so corny. <laughs> yeah. So if you enjoyed our After Haunt special... Please, 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 please definitely tell us on any of our social media sites so we can do more information and, like, get more information. Um, Let us know what you want to hear about, too. Yeah. sure. Uh, well, especially whether you enjoyed this and you'd like to hear more. Maybe include a personal experience of yours and we will tell it on the podcast along with our After Haunt special. Yeah, if you have your own personal experiences, you know, I would love to have readers stories at the end instead of stuff that like we find, find on, on the internet <laughs> heck yeah um but you can also send them to us just regular so we can have listener episodes we'd love to do like tell you guys your hauntings and spooky stories yeah so like if you were to send us a ouija board story after this point in time we would add it to our listener episodes yes for sure but other than that uh you can Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us anywhere where podcasts are found. If you, if we are not on a site that you currently use, we let us know. We will add us to that site. Um, you can also find us on social media at. You can find us on Twitter at the MFCast, Instagram at Marble Forest Podcast, and you can email us your stories at marbleforestpodcast at gmail.com. And. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Marble Forest Podcast. Please, you can also review us on there. You can. And give us five stars. Um, we also like to give a special thanks to Jenna, who did our logo and fan art. art. Fan art. She did fan art. You can find her on Instagram and Etsy at Agenda. That is a Jen, like Jenna. Duh. <laughs> you know? And we'd like to give a special thanks to my cousin Cameron, who did our music. Yeah, thanks. We love it, and we love you, and thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, if you have a promo... Ooh, yes. 
that you would like us to run, we are willing to swap promos with you. We have it done. It's finished. It's ready to send. And please contact us at our email with a story. <laughs> yeah, a story or just be like, hey, heard you pr- want some promos. And, and Devin. Devin. Thanks, Devin. Devin did a lot of her jobs today. Devin. You did. You didn't have to flip the ceremonial coin. I didn't. But I she, she Googled things for us. She made sure we jived into it because she like did the hand thing. She did. Yeah, and that's everything. <laughs> Don't tempt fate. By eating your friends. All right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>